Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Younger Old Man Podcast. Um, again, pardon the highway noise if you hear it. I don't think you will. Um, but I'm in a hotel again. Just can't wait to sleep alone in a hotel again. Just kidding. It's noisy. I wake up a lot. Um, and it's not next to my wife, so that's a bummer. But... Uh, that does mean I am away from home and I'm making good money and that is cool. So anyway, I'm in a hotel again, so pardon any noise that you might hear. Um, and hopefully the people next door will pardon the fact that they get to be part of this live broadcast event. Um, didn't do a podcast last week. Honestly, I didn't really have a whole lot to say. I've just been working. Um, and my weekends used to be three-day weekends. They've become two-day weekends. Um, Fourth of July weekend is coming up. It's going to probably turn into a four-day weekend for me, which is really nice. I'm very, very, very excited about that. Um, so, yeah, i really just been kind of grinding out work the last couple of weeks, uh, which is good. Um, obviously, like right now, kind of the whole point of roofing is to make a lot of money so that we can pay off some debt. I can be off for an extended period of time in the winter, um, and we can go on vacation during the winter, and I can work on projects like the teardrop trailer. Um, so putting in the work now um, to hopefully have a lot of really fun things um, and relaxing things come winter time, um, which is kind of the opposite time of when you know most normal people like to go on vacation and things like that. But living in central Pennsylvania, I'm more than happy to run away during the winter. Um, winter is my least favorite part about living in Pennsylvania. Uh, it, growing up, it was the same as well. I hate the winters here. Um, they're just miserable. They really are. Uh, it's just wet and cold. <laughs> There's just no way around it. Um, people always like to say, oh, well, in Colorado, it was cold and it's so much snowier there. Um, newsflash. There is no humidity. It's basically a dry desert. So when it's cold, it doesn't feel that cold, at least to me. Um, anyway, so yeah, I'm getting very excited about uh, going away during the the winter. Um, and actually very much so recently because uh, I've been making plans with some family members of possible things we're going to do during the winter. Um, certain things excuse me, maybe in Texas, certain things, maybe in Utah, um, different trips coming up. Um, and we're probably going to do a long road trip as a family, uh, as well. Um, and probably do a loop seeing family along the way, hopefully Texas, Colorado, uh, Iowa, Illinois, um, just basically kind of do a big loop like that. Uh, as long as we can kind of squeeze that all in, hopefully during the dead of winter, when the winter is the worst where we live, um, I'm also just really excited to like <laughs> have an extended period of time off. Um, I don't think I'm going to have ever had this much amount of time off since I was in high school. <laughs> I mean, you know, for like summer break. So that was kind of a huge upside of doing roofing. Um, so just keep that in the back of my mind anytime that roofing gets to be hot. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's all for a really cool purpose of spending a lot of time with the family, spending a lot of time away from work. Um, cause that's where all the fun happens, at least for me anyway. Uh, 
So anyway, the grind in the past couple weeks will lead to something really, really fun in the fall and the winter. Um, and then we'll go from there because uh, I have a tendency to go from one thing to the next. So we'll see what happens. My main goal is to do roofing so that I can do it, so that I can uh, have the time off in the winter. Whether we do it again next year or not, we'll see. Um, maybe we'll be on to bigger and better things by then. Hopefully. That's uh, thinking optimistically, I think, rather than positively. Um, it's a little pie in the sky, but I'm crossing my fingers because that would be really, really cool. Um, this past weekend, as the past couple have, uh, flew by, uh, just because it's two-day weekends, like I was saying. Um, so a day is pretty much dedicated to just trying to get stuff done. Um, which always feels weird because I'm gone so much during the week. And then when I'm actually home, I'm hardly even home for at least the first day because I'm running around trying to get a bunch of things done. It's usually stuff around the house. Like I'm, it's not like I'm away from home again. Um, but I'm not really hanging out with the kids right away. I'm not uh, spending the quality time that I'd like to with my wife or the kids. Um, but it was very productive which felt really good. Just uh, little things around the house, like getting the AC unit in the window and recutting the plywood, backing behind it. Um, little things like that take me a long time anymore just because I don't have a garage. So if I want to do anything in terms of any sort of little project that requires a power tool, I need to run an extension cord from inside the house, outside, Settled saw horses up and did like all these different little things and just to do <laughs> really simple like make three cuts or something like that um which makes me long for days in the future when uh we'll live somewhere where i have my own workspace that would be really cool and then when i'm done i can just put everything away or i can leave it and it's not a big deal i don't have to wrap everything back up and shove it somewhere in the basement um and worry about my mess Anyway, um, what else did I do? There was little things. Oh, fix the heat shield rattle on the Subaru again. That happens every single winter. Um, one of my fancy fixes, which is just throwing a hose clamp around your exhaust uh, and deadens the sound. One of them was broken, so threw another one on, tightened all those down with my little impact. Wop, wop. It's fun. Um, anyway, little things like that. Uh, but all add up to, you know, a big thing. Um, but all the errands I had to do, like to go to the hardware store and all these different things, like getting uh, water, because we I brewed a batch of kombucha this weekend as well, uh, or started it. Um, I took my four-year-old daughter with me on all these errands, uh, which, I don't know, I kind of like doing. Like, if you take one kid with you on an errand run, it can kind of be this fun little, like, trip to the store with dad. I kind of remember those as a kid, and I'd, like, it was it was something cool. It was like, you're going to the hardware store with dad on Saturday morning. Um, I mean, it, it's not, you're just going to the store, getting stuff you need. But as a kid, I remember that being, like, a fun thing. And as a kid, we would go to the hardware store, and we would get, like, rock candy uh, or different things like that. My dad would make it fun. Um, so that's kind of my goal is to try and like have the errand, but also have it be sort of kind of fun. Um, that and it just frees up, you know, my wife only has to take care of one kid instead of both. Um, and 
my four-year-old then gets one-on-one attention with me, which she never does anymore because I'm home and I'm taking care of both kids or I'm trying to take care of both kids and one is running outside and one is wanting to stay inside defiantly. Um, so I don't know. I, I always think those are really cool. It just in the sense of like, I mean, yes, there's obviously way better things to do in terms of spending quality time, but when you need to get stuff done, you can try and incorporate your kids. And I think that's, I don't know, a decent way to do it. Um, so she went with me on all my errands. We ended up going to the greenhouse cause we had to get uh, sweet potato starts. We planted our sweet potatoes this weekend. Um, we planted 18. Last year we planted 24. I couldn't remember how many. My wife had it written down and I couldn't get a hold of her at the time because I forgot to ask her. <laughs> um, so we're going to plant 24 again. She's going to go to the store this week at, excuse me, the greenhouse and uh, get the remaining six starts. Um, I'm at a point where I'd be happy to just start a small garden just for sweet potatoes. We eat that many sweet potatoes. I mean, we eat them basically in place of regular potatoes. So, uh, we go through a lot of them. And my, my four-year-old, after we were planting the sweet potatoes, we planted the 18 and she was so concerned about that that is enough and we don't need to go get more. And I just kind of was trying to say to her, the more plants we plant, the more sweet potatoes we have, the more sweet potatoes we get to eat uh, at the end of the year. And she's just so, like, angry about, no, that's enough, Daddy. No, that's enough. We don't need any more. Okay, well, I'm I'm still going to get some more. No, you don't need to get any more. That is enough. No more. She was just so angry about the amount of sweet potatoes that were going in the garden. It was just hilarious to me. Just like, you know, you're you're arguing with this four-year-old of like how many sweet potato plants should go in the garden. More importantly, you want. And then I kind of just came to it. I was like, I want more sweet potatoes at the end of the year. So I want to plant more. There's not room in the garden, Dad. There, w- <laughs> I'll make room because I want more. <laughs> uh it's, it's just really funny the like random silly disagreements you'll have with your kids and, and like how defiant they are and how stubborn they are in their stance on what it is. And you go, oh yeah, that's me with other things. So of course you're going to do that to me with silly things or what I think is silly to you. It's really important probably. Um, it's pretty entertaining to listen to and pretty entertaining to watch. That and uh, we had to get water from the spring. She really likes splashing around in the spring that was coming down. So that's fun too. Um, went to the archery store so I could get another target. That's in no way fun for her. That's just fun for me. But, uh, oh yeah, and we, we took the recycling to the recycling drop off. Um, she likes to separate all the tin cans and aluminum cans. Uh, that's a big deal for her too. So yeah, it was, it was fun to just try and she enjoys the greenhouse so it's fun to like hey we have to do errands but at the same time um you know you kind of get to have fun with it a little bit too so turn it into i don't know a productive morning but also a morning that's you know she kind of finds enjoyable and the hardware store always wants to give you a dumb dumb lollipop for your kid so she likes that too so it was a good morning. It was a productive morning. Got a bunch of stuff done. Got a batch of kombucha started. 
because uh, the mother, I think I mentioned a few episodes ago about starting to grow the kombucha mother. Um, it's large enough now that you can actually brew the kombucha. Um, needs to be about like a quarter inch thick uh, and the size of your gallon. Is it gallon? No, it's got to be like half gallon jar. Anyway, that you brew the kombucha in. So it's there, started to batch. Um, looking forward to being able to actually start drinking some of the stuff again. Um, just because we haven't been able to find it uh, at our grocery store as often. I like my kombucha way better. Um, I don't have to buy it. It is way cheaper, and I get to play around with flavors. Um, I think this year I'll probably do a basil one again. A basil kombucha is always really tasty. Um, we'll have a lot of blueberries. I like to do a blueberry one. I think I did a basil mint mix last year. Or no, I obviously wasn't last year. I didn't do kombucha last year. Last time I was brewing, I think I did basil and mint combined. Um, and I don't think it turned out quite how I wanted it to, but I think I'm going to try again and just, just kind of see where it goes. Um, hopefully I can get a little bit better flavoring on that this time. The first batch I'll probably just leave plain or regular, whatever you want to call it, um, just because it's easiest. Um, that way I can drink it faster. Um, because after you're done brewing it, you then have to basically let the, the kombucha actually steep with the flavors for like another week. And I usually like put blueberries in the kombucha to flavor it, or I'll put mint and basil in the kombucha to flavor it. So you add another week on top of your week to two weeks anyway. Um, I think I've been doing two weeks to brew a batch when I was last doing it, but we'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll see where it's at after a week. Probably be a little early, but we'll see. Um, especially when the kombucha mother is still kind of small compared to how large they can be. Uh, so that's kind of my plan with that. Um, and then Sunday, Sunday was a lot more of a fun day, which was the goal. I mean, I don't even necessarily know if fun day is the way I look at it, just more of like a relaxing day. But Sunday was the day I decided to do my trail run. And on Sunday, <laughs> so I get up at whatever, 5. So I can be on the trail at like 5.40. I mean, first light is like 5 a.m., but the way the sun hits the area I run in, in the trees, uh, you really have to go with the sunrise time, which is like 5.45. And even them at the, at the bottom of the mountain... It's dark. I mean, you can see where you're going without a headlight, but if you did it any earlier, you would have a problem. Um, so I, I just, I just said I'll wait. Uh, so anyway, that's when I started, and I was just like, I'm gonna finally run to the top to the Greenwood Tower. I mean, you can do it in a day hike, like a half day hike. Really, it's not far. I thought it was five. Turns out it is six miles round trip. Uh, it's basically three miles to the top and three miles down. I didn't remember that. I recalled it being five. Not a big deal. However, within the first mile, I tripped running up and slammed my knee and my toe into a rock. It was one of those, like, when you hit your knee in such a way, I don't know how, like, what you're hitting. Maybe it's a nerve or something, because I've done it plenty of times before, where you slam your knee on something and you instantly can't walk on it. You just have to, like, give it a break for, like, two minutes. So that's what I did, and I had to do that. And, like, I was actually debating walking back down the trail. I'm like, I'm not even at a mile yet. 
uh, maybe my knee is actually toast and I should just walk back down. So I kind of walked back and forth on the trail for a little bit. I was like, oh, I can walk on it now, which means I can run on it. The adrenaline will actually go long enough that I'm not going to really notice the pain as much till the end of the run because I've done this plenty of times before. <laughs> um, I'm clumsy. Whenever I do trail runs, it's pretty likely that I'm going to trip and fall. So anyway, I talked myself into keep going. I'm like, this is my whole plan. I'm going to go to the tower and back. I want to do my five to six miles. Well, at that time in my head, it was five. So I kept going. Um, and it was hard. Like, I, I, I don't recall. Like, I think by this point, I haven't been, like, I started trail running again several weeks ago. And so by now, I kind of thought that this incline wasn't going to be as daunting to me. Um, as it was several weeks ago and it's still just as painful because you're just going on an incline to the tower pretty much at least till the last I don't know three quarters of a mile maybe mile so for at least the first two miles you're just going up sometimes really steep um, other times not as much but you're always going up hence the you know you go to the fire tower and you run back down um I can't remember if I tripped again on the way up or if that was back down. I don't think it was on the way up. So I kept going. It was fine. I could tell my knee wasn't right, but it was like, whatever, I can hang with this. Um, I kept checking my watch because I was like, I'm pretty sure it should be about there. The scenery looks about right. I've, I mean, I've done the, you know, hike several times. I know where the tower is. And I'm looking at my watch and I'm like, it should be now. And then it's, you know, it's coming on to me it's dawning on me that it's actually more like six miles round trip i'm like whatever that's fine it'll be three miles to the top mind you i told my wife that i was going to be home at seven and i also forgot my phone did not realize this at the time when i left the house and i jokingly said if i'm not back at seven um then maybe there was a problem and i said this jokingly <laughs> Okay, recall that. Just put that in the back of your mind. That's what I said, and I left my phone behind, and I didn't know that yet. And now the run is turning into a mile longer than I thought it was going to be. Not a big deal, just a mile. It's not that big of a deal. You can add a mile. You can shave off time on the way down. So I'm running. I get to the tower. I go, okay, cool. Um, at this point, my knee is actually starting to bother me a little bit because I kind of like took a half-second rest I'm um, just like, yay, I'm at the top. Okay, let's go down. Um, and there's a, like, fire road that goes to uh, the the tower itself, and it crosses the trail. So my thought was I was going to run back down the fire road to the trail access and run the rest of the way down the trail, simply just because my knee was starting to kind of, like, say, hey, man, like, you need to start being done. You need to be working on being finished with this run or it's going to start to hurt. So I was like, all right, I'll take the access road down. And then I was going to have, I think like a mile and a half left from that point, somewhere around there. Maybe it was closer to two miles. Anyway, that was my plan. Running down the fire road. I've been on this fire road before, both in a vehicle and on foot. I go down about a mile which is about the timeline of when I'm thinking I should be seeing the trail again. And I also recall like different landmarks from, again, driving on the road 
and running on that, or I don't think I ran, I think it was hiking down one day in the rain or something. Anyway, all of a sudden, nothing looks like what I recall it being, and I'm at a mile, and I'm like, I don't actually know if I went down the right road or something. By the way, there's really only like one way to go, except for a right turn somewhere. It's not hard. This isn't like, and this isn't new to me. And all of a sudden now I'm second guessing myself because my knee hurts and I'm trying to like go, well, I can't add time on what if I did something stupid. So I'm giving you a worst case scenario of, well, not worst case scenario, but hey, you know those people that you hear about that like get themselves dehydrated and need help and they're in the newspaper? I'm starting to like sound like this person in my head as I'm going down this gravel road. I was like, screw it. My knee hurts. I haven't seen the trail yet. It should be right up here, and I haven't seen it. And it probably is, but for some reason, things aren't looking the way that they normally do. I'm going to run back because at this point, if I'm wrong, and I if it's the other road that I think it is, I'm going to have a little bit longer of a trail. Anyway, so I turn around. I try and cut in to the trail on where you could turn. What do you think happens? I second guess myself again. Again, been on this road before, been on it on foot and in a vehicle before. For some reason, it doesn't look the same. (laughs) So I go backwards again. At this point, I've now gone a mile and a half out of my way. I Yeah, it was a mile down and then it was like at least a half mile back up. In total, I go back to the tower. I've now done an additional two miles to what I was going to do. So I'm now at the five miles I thought I was going to do in total. All because I smacked my knee and I'm getting a little delirious. Did I have water? No, because I never take water on my runs because my runs that are trail runs are generally under like six miles. I don't really need water for that. I don't really need water to like 10 miles. But now I'm starting to think in my head like, all right, well, how many miles is this actually going to be at? By the way, I'm not going to like get dehydrated and die on the side of the trail or anything by not having water at 10 miles. It'd be totally fine. But it's starting to be that point where like I could use water. My knee's really starting to hurt. <laughs> I'm now feeling that like that stupid person in the news. <laughs> so anyway, I, get, I correct myself after turning, trying to cut into the trail. And I said, no, I'm just going to go to the top. Go to the top of the trail follow the trail back to or to the top of the tower, start following the trail back down. Anyone who is listening to this that has done this trail, you know very well this is not a hard trail in terms of one to follow, whether it's difficult for you or not. That's not really what I'm commenting on. Um, but it's not confusing to follow at all. It's very straightforward. It's very well marked. This section of the Standing Stone Trail is anyway. Because there's sections that certainly aren't. And so I'm going back down the trail. I'm starting to get a little pissed off because I'm starting to be a little thirsty. My knee's starting to hurt. I'm going, I'm already at five miles. And I know I have three going back down at least. Uh, I think the math is actually a little wrong in that because I think I finished up the the run at like 8.6 or something miles. Anyway, so I'm like, now I'm adding on miles. Oh, that's right. I told my wife that I was going to be home at 7. I can maybe make it, because I gave myself extra time. My plan was to be home at 7. Um, and I, I I gave myself plenty of time, like way more time than that should have taken. So anyway, still going. I 
keep running, get down past the where the fire road crosses the trail. I'm on the trail now, by the way. Cross that, keep going. I'm starting to get tired. My knee's really starting to hurt. Um, just bleeding down my leg. Not a lot or anything, but just like enough to go, hey man, like, you know, you need to be finished with the run. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And what do you know? I slip and I trip again <laughs> going down the mountain. It's way easier to trip going down the mountain. Luckily, um, I fell into like a mossy patch. And so my shoulder slammed down into the moss. And at this point now, I'm just getting pissed. I'm like, come on. Like, I'm just trying to run back down. Um, my time is going out the window. Um, my time up wasn't really what I wanted it to be. My time down is now just like me kind of plodding along, falling down the mountain a little bit. Because at this point, my my left knee is starting to cause me problems. Um and now I'm kind of like getting smacked around by falling again. And now I keep tripping on my way down. I didn't fall again, but I kept going and I kept tripping. Anyway, I end up finishing getting to the Forerunner at like 7.06. And I'm like, okay, well, it's not that big of a deal. Like if I was 10 minutes late, she wouldn't really care. And so I open the car <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'll just text her real quick, which I rarely have service in this state park anyway but i'm just like i sometimes have some like at the very bottom um and like oh i don't have my phone so now <laughs> i'm gonna go home bloody and i'm gonna not have had my phone and i'm gonna wonder if my wife is worried about it oh and i forgot on my way down i'm almost i'm getting down to like the last mile i come around to bend and like right in front of me by right in front of me i mean 10 feet maybe there's a porcupine in the middle of the trail i'm like great now i just startle this thing <laughs> i was t i was like this thing's gonna quill me that's all i thought when i ran around the bend didn't do that at all i, I just yelled at it it obviously went off the trail they're you know they're not anything to be afraid of but it was just like this is the way this this run is going watch i'm gonna trip over something i'm gonna get quilled by this thing um it just sauntered off into the woods in a beautiful manner um, ran past that. Anyway, yeah, get back down. I get home, uh, and I'm now, like, kind of hobbling, walking. Like, now my knee is stiffened up because I sat and drove, you know, the 10 minutes home. My wife's looking at me, and I'm just like, yeah, forgot my phone. Sorry. I'm I'm fine. I'm really fine. Like, the knee is going to be fine. Uh, <laughs> but sorry. She goes, yeah, I didn't really, uh, I wasn't worried or anything, but yeah, I, you know, you should, you should take your phone next time. I was like, yeah, I never take my phone on runs. Um, but I definitely always have it in the forerunner or whatever I take. Like, I, why wouldn't you? But yeah, it was one of those times where I was like, crap, I, I like, I kind of feel a little bit like the people who end up in newspapers, like, oh, well, this person was experienced and they didn't have any water and they were falling over and they were delirious and they lost their way. And I was just like, I can't be that person in the freaking newspaper. <laughs> so anyway, eventful trail run um, ended up being over eight and a half miles, way more than I bargained for. But it, it, it honestly still felt, felt good. And after a certain point when I realized that like it turn, it was going to turn into more of like an adventure run instead of just like a trail run, I was like, this is kind of cool. And then when all was said and done, I was like, yeah, that was actually a pretty cool morning. It was a pretty cool run. Um, not ha happy about the time, but whatever. 
it's the day after it's Monday. My knee is still bothering me, but not quite the same. So I know it just needs to loosen up. Um, yeah. And then the rest of the day was really just relaxing. Uh, it was cool too. We went on a walk and after the walk, um, or no, this was before the walk with the kids, uh, my kid, we have a little kiddie pool and anytime it's hot, my kids just take off all their clothes and they jump into the pool naked. And normally my wife and I just kind of like, you know, hang out with them, sit there in the yard or whatever, and they play in the pool. And I was just like, I felt like I haven't been a very present dad because I keep working and I'm, you know, not home or whatever. And so I went and grabbed my suit and hung out with them. And, you know, this, this, like picture the standard blue kiddie pool. Okay. Now picture it that has a slide with it. So I start sliding down the slide too. My daughter and I are taking turns. The four-year-old and I are taking turns sliding down the slide and pouring water down it. It was just a blast. It's just like, yes, this is exactly like how I want to be spending my Sunday afternoon, like actually with my kids, enjoying my time with them. They're laughing, having a good time. The wife is happy and smiling. Like this is, this is what I'm really wanting to do on a Sunday. Um, so it was cool. It ended up being a nice end to the week or weekend, even though it was super short and I had to get a bunch of stuff done. Uh, it's just like a nice, like, yay, this is, this is what I wanted this afternoon to be. Um, despite the porcupine and the slamming knee and all that other junk. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it turned out to be a really nice weekend, despite the fact that it was really short. Um, I realize most people have two day weekends, but for me, I was spoiled and I used to three. So that's why I keep saying short. Anyway, um, that was my weekend turned into a whirlwind of one uh 4th of July weekend plans we're probably going to just camp in the backyard throughout the weekend um just because time ran away with us and I honestly hate camping on holiday weekends I hate it I hate the amount of people that are there it's not relaxing at all you're just hearing a bunch of people yelling and getting drunk until 10 p.m and then pretending to try and be quiet after that um and there's just a million people and i I'm an introvert, so I hate being around a bunch of people. <laughs> so anyway, that's part of why I like going to the woods. Uh, but yeah, that's what we're going to do. Have fires, that kind of thing. Uh, some friends of ours may or may not come up. We'll see. Because um, it was last minute as well, just kind of planning on doing that. Uh, but yeah, just roast hot dogs and mountain pies on the fire. Camp in the yard. If it rains, who cares? You're in the yard. Go inside. Um, but the goal is to try and be outside all weekend and just have a good time with that. Um, I don't really have any plans of things that actually need to get done other than, uh, my wife would like me to build a toddler tower, I think is what they're called. It's like a stool with like a thing to kind of help keep your toddler braced in, even though it's not our toddler, it's our one-year-old who keeps climbing up on the stool and helping my wife in the kitchen, which is cool, except... She like she totally has been able to stand up there on her own, but she also gets a little um, adventurous, I guess. So trying to keep her from falling off the stool, especially because it's my four-year-old stool and she always wants to take the stool away from her and help mom in the kitchen too. So um, that's something that I think I'm going to probably build. It really doesn't look that hard. Um, I thought it was going to require a couple other things that it doesn't. Um, I don't think I'm going to do that weekend or that this weekend, uh, but that'll probably come up. Um, 
I thought it was going to give me an excuse to buy a table saw that I've been wanting and needing, but it's not going to because I can do it without it. So I will probably do it without it. And also money-wise, that'll be way better anyway. So anyway, um, that was my weekend. Lots of things, as always, in planning mode for after roofing season. Um, I feel like I keep bringing up plans I have in mind. Um, but they're all for pretty much after the season ending. So I'm kind of tired of talking about them and then realizing like, oh, hey, get excited about this. But this is actually like whatever, four months away till I can really do anything on it. Um, other than that, I've been working on trying to uh, find time and a setup to basically take my wife kayaking on the river near us. Um, we have kayaks. I just didn't register them, and I don't have a rack for them for the for the Forerunner. I think I can do it without a rack pretty well. Um, I'm just debating whether I'm going to do it that way or not. Anyway, that way we can have fun kayaking adventures as a date, I think. That's kind of what I have in mind. Uh, yeah, that's about it. But anyway, um, thank you guys for listening to me ramble on about uh, running down the side of a mountain once again. Seems like that's what I do every time. Hey, I went on a trail run. Hey, I went on a trail run. Um, (laughs) Hopefully you find that interesting too. Uh, But kind of just like takeaways from that is just you can get really caught up in the things you're trying to do. Um, But life always has a funny, different way of uh, telling you what you're going to do that morning. (laughs) I don't know. I like it. I think it's cool that way then it's just it's really exciting to um, be able to spend time with family and just really really enjoy it just you know let everything else go for the rest of the afternoon because there were still plenty of things to do it's just like no we're just we're just going to relax the rest of the day Um, so take that time take that time with whatever you're doing just yeah there's always going to be things to do there's going to be a million and one things to do and you know what when you're done with those you're going to come up with 10 more things to do so let them go let those things go sometimes you got to just enjoy yourself you got to just enjoy who's with you and what you're doing sometimes um there will always be something else to do always 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 whether you have kids or you have a cat (laughs) uh and cats are pointless so (laughs) that basically means that you're single anyway (laughs) thanks so much for listening once again um if you like this podcast please like and describe is it like and describe subscribe describe anyway like and subscribe all that good stuff uh i've been posting a little bit more on the instagram at zachmark 40 as well as younger old man podcasts kind of garden progress and things like that um and uh yeah that's about it for this week i'll check in with you guys next week